turn me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited to Good morning, and welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm Jams. I'm Melissa. And welcome to the very first Saturday Morning Obscurities episode. Uh, if you don't know, uh, which you shouldn't because this is the first episode, we are siblings. <laughs> how would you? Uh, how would you? <laughs> we are siblings. Uh, we grew up watching a lot of cartoons. Uh, mm. And as we became adults, we watched a lot of cartoons. So... Uh, <laughs> We find ourselves often thinking about shows that we talk about that no one else has ever heard of, mm. uh, like all that all that stuff. So we're starting a podcast about like a bunch of weird shows that we've never seen or that we think people have never seen, like just a lot of old cartoons that sound made up uh, that yeah. we're going to watch uh, three episodes of to get a good, good aspect of the show. Uh, and kind of review them and talk about them and see if they still hold up or are, are any good to begin with. <laughs> yeah, this is a show to talk about things that we feel like only we remember. Things that like we saw a commercial for and never actually watched. Oh, yeah. uh, stuff we've heard about, stuff other people swear by that we don't know. Just things we stumble upon. Any type of, uh, t we started with Saturday morning cartoons as the baseline, but it's all, you know, cartoons of all kinds, other weird children's programming. We might try some adult cartoons at some point. Oh, yeah. Like the, and the, and cartoons of other, like, countries, stuff yeah. that was, like, Americanized, but, like, I would be curious to see, like, the original version. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and definitely anime. Like, if you're thinking about, like, watching, if you watch old anime, like, we'll definitely talk about anime. Oh, um, yeah. And it's like very raw, like early forms. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know very many more anime beyond the ones I watched when I was 14. Oh, so you uh, you stopped watching anime and I just never stopped. <laughs> I've, I've watched less. Like most of my yeah. anime knowledge is kind of frozen in time around <laughs> middle school. What year do you think you stopped watching anime? Down to the down to the year. Down to the year. Um... Uh, maybe 24 okay so this is how my life has gone <laughs> i watched a lot of cartoons until the year 2004 when lost came on That's and i loved right. lost and then i got super into other uh serial dramas and then when lost was over then i went back to cartoons for a while <laughs> like the entire time when lost was on i just wanted to watch that and other things of that genre and medium yeah so so before t 2004 and before is your like anime <laughs> and cartoon knowledge. I know the names of some recent ones. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I saw one episode of One Punch Man. Okay, that's good. That's, I've seen a couple, a couple Haikyuu. Haikyuu. Uh, I, I have seen all of Oran High School Host Club. That's good. That's <laughs> a very, very good one. It's the last one I think I watched in its entirety. Uh, oh. uh, we watched Sweetness and Lightning. Oh, yeah. Mob Psycho 100. I like that one. Oh, yeah. I just finished watching the second season of that the other day. I dig it. I dig it. Best theme songs in the business. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a very good way to go by it. And that's also <laughs> a good way of how we chose this episode. Uh, <laughs> yep. This episode, we're watching Ulysses 31, which the theme song is a bop. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I get it stuck in my head like constantly without listening to it. I want to talk about how we first discovered the show because this is Please. not one we grew up with. No, no, couple, definitely not. It was a couple years ago. We were going to some party and before we went to the party, we were going to stop at family video and rent some movies and family video has a section of free kids rentals. So yeah. we just grabbed something random out of there and it was three random episodes of Ulysses 31. We had yeah. never heard of this thing. We're just like, oh, it's a space opera odyssey. Let's check it out. This seems oh, just something we can put on and, and yeah. riff about. And <laughs> when the theme song starts and there's that shot of all of the spaceship passengers in suspended animation floating towards the ceiling. And then the guy starts singing in this really cheerful voice. I lost <laughs> it. That's still one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. It's very good. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's French, it's French Japanese animation. So it was, mm -hmm. it uh, was like both uh, France and Japan worked together on the animation for this uh, and it was syndicated first in those countries. So when it was brought to America, like the lip flap was totally like not <laughs> our like not designed for American tongue. So it, yeah. it has that speed racer quality to it too. Yeah, it's only like a couple shades better than speed racer. <laughs> yeah. Like and that I... makes for a lot of very funny, like comedic timing. Like you... sometimes they'll just cut each other off and it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, all the dialogue is, like, very fast-paced, very stilted. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I have to deliver this as fast as possible with no emotion. Yeah. It's also a very fun idea. Like, mm -hmm. it follows Ulysses, or uh, in the original Greek, Odysseus, uh, in kind of like the story of the Odyssey. Uh, except it's in the 31st century and it's on a, like a spaceship and yep. everything is like stylized. It's got painted backgrounds like via like just classic 80s animation, uh, classic like it's got like rock and like the action scenes. It's mm -hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, I watched a pretty cool history video about the show from a YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy. Oh, which is about various toy lines and action figures. And this is a French and Japanese co-production from the Japanese uh, from the French studio Deke, the yes. Japanese studio. He said it too fast, and I didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's T M something. Hold on one sec. I have it written. It's down. like Tokyo Movie, and then another word I didn't catch. I could Probably have googled studio, it. And it's T M S. And I did not. This originally aired in 1981 in France. Didn't come to the U.S. until 1986, and it said it didn't air in Japan until 1988, which is interesting. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a bunch of like backlogged cartoons there, because I don't I don't know mm. how their TV system works. Me either. But yeah, this is this is an old one. <laughs> yeah, this and this ran did for air two years. Yeah. What did you? What were you going to say? No, I was just saying it was from way before our time. I was negative four. <laughs> uh, when the show aired and it was not successful enough to keep airing until the time when I was conscious about television. Yeah, there was no way we could have watched this when it was kids. It wasn't, I don't even know what, sh like, how it got to that family video. I don't remember what <laughs> channel. It, it doesn't say what channel it aired on when it came to America. Like... <laughs> It just arrived at the family video in an unmarked package. It's yeah. glowing slightly. 
Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about like the history of the show or its creators, mm. I should say, uh, because it's created by uh, Jean Chalopin. I hope I said that right. And uh, Nina Walmark uh, mm. and uh, the production company TMS, the Japanese one, does a lot of like it became like a very like modern like anime uh, studio. Like mm. it did. Let's see. It has a bunch. It did a bunch of like the Lupin series, like Lupin oh. the Third. It did. It helped with. Uh, <laughs> I, d- I wasn't thinking that you were talking about a different Lupin besides the third. Well, there's, you know, I'm sure there were different like iterations of Arsene Lupin's story. Okay, okay. But uh, you know, they they did Megalobox, which is a very cool anime. Fruits Basket, the the new one. Mm. Uh, Doctor Stone, which is a very good new one. Bunch of the card fights uh, series. Uh, and they've started, like, they've been doing anime since hold, the 60s. Hold on, I'm sorry. There's an anime literally called Card Fight? Oh, yes. <laughs> Card so Fight is Vanguard. This? Is this, like, a more aggressive Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, it's a whole different game that I think you you could, like, you. it's another, like, uh, TCG-based game. So you can play this game. Of course. But I have no idea how to play it. I know it's just called Card Fight, exclamation point, exclamation point, Vanguard. But yeah, that's that's what TMS, one of the production companies, did. Uh, Jean Chalopin has done a lot of other like uh, TV shows, like like animated shows. He did. Uh, he was the head writer of the original Inspector Gadget show. Whoa! Uh, yeah, he uh, head writer on a bunch of other stuff: King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, uh, the New Adventures of He Man. Uh, did you know that the Inspector Gadget show had a uh, knockoff series? Well, not knockoff because it's made by the same creator, but there was the 1996 show Gadget Boy and Heather. Uh, Heather! <laughs> and uh, G- Gadget and the Gadgetinis. Hold on. Gadget Boy and Heather, who presumably has no gadgets. No, probably not. What? Otherwise, she'd I've be never, Gadget Heather. I've, I've never heard this phrase. Oh, Gadget Boy, I think I have seen. Yeah, you've I, definitely I think seen I've, I've never seen and Heather tacked on at the end. I guess she's like the yeah. Laureline to his Valerian. They leave her name yeah. out of the title. Another uh that's another French <laughs> Japanese production, Valerian and Laureline. Uh yeah, he's also like produced like a bunch of like big stuff, like Teddy Ruxpin, Real Ghostbusters, uh, Little's Pet Shop. He's done a lot of great stuff. Uh, mm. a bunch of stuff that I'd never heard of that I definitely added onto our list too. Uh, yeah, uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice sounds promising. <laughs> uh, here's some other like fun stuff that I added to our list. Uh, the Adventures of T-Rex, uh, Chase and the Wheeled Warriors. That's a pretty popular one. I've heard uh, of that. Uh, and Hulk Hogan's Rock in Wrestling. <laughs> which I'm it's from the 80s, so I'm very excited to watch wow. that eventually. Wow. So there's a lot of creativity behind this show going into it. Yeah, this show, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. The animation's like pretty high quality for the time. It, The backgrounds, as you said, they're gorgeous. The whole show is this really uh, well done, like lush uh, space opera aesthetic yeah. to it. Ulysses has got, everybody has like long flowing hair. Yeah, it's well, it's all very Greek, like Greek and eighties. So, <laughs> a great yeah, combination. A, the best hair of all. Yeah. Uh, do you want to watch uh, the theme and get into the show? 
Yeah, I'll stop looking at pictures of Gadget Boy and Heather. <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a whole episode for that, don't worry. Um, <laughs> you need to know who Heather is. <laughs> is she, that's, that is mystery she... is for another episode. <laughs> like, is this his sister? Is this his babysitter? It's Heather. <laughs> uh... So this is the part of the show uh, where we watch the intro in li- in like live time and real real time, uh, and if you want, you can watch along with us. Uh, mm. So we will be starting if you want to play it along with us, I should say, uh, starting the intro now. This oh my god, yeah, we rock and guitar very. We should also say right that off the bat, the bit of this uh, intro is also part of our. Uh, so Ulysses rescued the children and his son Telemachus. You know yeah. the children. The child. Ulysses did it first. I love the angry Zeus voice. Oh, there's the floating bodies. God, the floating bodies are so funny. Yeah. There's oh, here's the here's the the, the, the where the son loads his head while he's hugging his dad. God, this theme. Ulysses, soaring through all the galaxies. It's so like high-pitched and energetic yeah it's also like it's like has that recorded vhs quality so it's like tinnier than it would be probably so but that still has has a quality unto itself yeah where can we find the master tapes of the ulysses 31 (laughs) Uh, we can't they're probably lost along with the along with all (laughs) doctor who i love the I love that they're like space helmets or lions for no reason. Just because, yeah. why wouldn't they be? <laughs> right, the kids love Voltron, and they're gonna love this too. Yeah. I wonder, this must have been post Voltron. I have no idea how old Voltron is. I feel like it's always been around. I don't, even, I don't know when his birthday is. L- look, I know. <laughs> Ulysses 31, and that's the intro. All oh, I know is nice. that it is younger than the Odyssey, as most things are. Wait, the, what? The Vol- Voltron is older than the Odyssey? Is that what you said? It's young. It's younger than the Odyssey. Okay. Oh, it's younger. The- I've never heard the phrase "younger than." I've always just heard "older than." <laughs> so these are the oldest things. <laughs> it's the Odyssey, the Iliad. <laughs> Gilgamesh, and I think maybe no, Beowulf's like uh, slightly younger. Those are the oldest things. I guess I don't read enough that I don't I don't know the phrase younger than because I had to like turn my brain upside down (laughs) to figure that out. You've exclusively heard your entire life when two things are compared, they always name the older one. It's older than and not as old as. That's how that. That's how that phrase works. There's no other way. Uh, we're not gonna play it on along with the episode. Or I'm not gonna show it to Mel, but yeah, uh, there is also a Japanese version of this theme if you are so inclined. Ooh, uh, I may be inclined. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to get into like kind of? We're gonna do like kind of like a beat by beat a little bit for the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll kind of summarize the other episodes we watched. 
Uh, but we started with, uh, at least the plan was to start with the first three episodes. But okay. we watched we watched this on YouTube and we picked different playlists. So we, I watched a different episode two, which is actually episode five. And I didn't watch well, episode two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to link you the specific playlist I was going off of. And yeah, I, I think there's it. T- uh, There's two playlists that you can find on YouTube that are all 26 episodes of Ulysses 31. Episode one, Vengeance of the Gods. You watched episode two, The Flowers of Fear, which I have seen before. Uh, yeah. But I also rewatched episode two, The Lost Planet. And then episode yeah. three is still The Black Sphere. Yeah, I watched Black Sphere. We just... Okay. The the fla- fla- Flowers of Fear. Uh, flowers of Fear. Flowers of Fear. Flowers of Fear is the, actually <laughs> the, the fifth episode. Wow. So that's the episode I watched, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, we can at least run, th- run through the first episode. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it kind of... It opens... Really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, boy, yeah. Ulysses is having the most hurried, stiff conversation <laughs> possible with yeah, this guy he's... on uh, the Troy space station. Because yeah, this, this is, it is this... exactly the Odyssey. Like, it's this... just all the yeah, stuff yeah. you know from the Odyssey. But you in know, the 31st and, century. Yeah, uh, in space. Yeah. And, like, the space station is shaped like a giant, like, Trojan helmet. With like the nose piece and like a hollow, like a big hollow section, and I love yeah. space stations that look like stuff because oh, they're man. like, like Ulysses' like ship is shaped like an eye. Yeah, with, it's like, cool. It's yeah, it's very cool. It's like it's it's more of a space space uh, more of a space station than a ship, uh, but it's it's still very cool. But like I yeah. love like things that are shaped like bigger things. Yeah, <laughs> which is a very obsc- very weird thing to like, but I love it. No, no, I understand what you're talking about, like how the satellite of love is shaped like a bone. Yeah, like that's cool. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, like so they cut to uh, Ulysses talking to uh, like someone else from Troy. Like they just got done with like uh, like a big like battle or something. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "Good luck on your way home." And he's like, "Going." He's like. His ship is like filling up with like personnel and supplies, and like the, he's talking to this guy, and their exchanges are just very quickly and like, okay, 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 it's your son's birthday, right? Yeah, let's go. And they go, <laughs> <laughs> and they go to uh, his son's birthday, his son Hold, Telemachus. What? No, I don't. I don't understand if they've just finished a war. <laughs> why Ulysses had his son with him in the first place? Because this that, boy is like I, ten. I think that's old like i think that was just how they did stuff back then well, like back if he then, was a man course, he came like, with yeah like if you could uh carve your name into a block of marble you were old enough to go to a war yeah i think that's <laughs> but it like yeah i figure they would have gotten rid of this by the 31st century and you wouldn't send a 10 year old to a war even nope. if he seems fine <laughs> yeah yeah they even talk about at one point they mention uh because they see like like the face of Zeus, like spoilers, but they see <laughs> the face of Zeus that like condemns them to like how like to like the way the series starts. Like, oh, you're condemned. You're stuck <laughs> flying through space for a whole Odyssey's worth before you can go home <laughs> for twenty five more episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and they see the face of Zeus and like, look, he looks like a Greek man. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, is there? There is still an Earth. 
They talk yeah. about Earth, so presumably there's also a Greece. Yeah, I guess, and they still they still dress like gods. I guess. I don't... Very very haughty. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah. they have a a birthday party for Telemachus, him and the no other children around. Yeah, it's just, an, just, I guess he's the only child on the space station. <laughs> Ulysses shows up like, oh, I thought we, I thought this was a party we could bring kids to. This isn't a kid party. This is an adults only party. I okay. thought this was a war we could bring kids to. <laughs> it's bring your kid to war war. <laughs> but it's his birthday and his present is a, a small red robot named No-No. Yeah, No-No is... the robot boy. No-No is the best character. Yeah? You think so? I love No-No. <laughs> he sounds like he has a cold. Uh, he's real energetic. He's up for things. He offers Telemachus a, a bolt to eat. Yeah, he like presses down on his head and like a cavity opens up in his in his stomach and he pulls out something to eat. I love whenever a robot just eats nuts and bolts. <laughs> no, no, does. He's like he's part of the gang. Like he's empathetic. He helps people, but he mostly just wants to like chill. He wants to go swimming in the pool that the ship has. And he's always like, oh, oh, what have we gotten into? Oh, no, I knew I wouldn't like this, but it's not. <laughs> Why did so I come to space? <laughs> but in just oh, like a cute put upon way, like he's it's light complaining, you know. It's he's not an absolute cynic who doesn't want to be there. He's no, not yeah. Sunday. <laughs> no, but yeah, and he jumps out of a cake too. We should mention that. Oh like, yes, he jumps out of a cake like like it's it's this kid's much older birthday. <laughs> This is we're gonna get you started early. We're gonna have various things jump out of a cake. In get ready for that in your life. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about how everyone is dressed, like the, all the the fashion and stuff? Because uh, yeah, it's, it's like the 31st century, and capes and sweaters are in a new renaissance. <laughs> capes and sweaters, yeah, just so many cloaks. Uh, I think Telemachus is wearing like a space tunic. Yeah, he's, he's wearing got like a little headband. Yeah, he's got like a like a technological headband, but it, <laughs> but because you're always seeing him like at like a third like a a three point like angle or so, yeah. like he's looking off to the to like the middle mm. distance in the side. It always looks like he has like a technological visor hanging off the side <laughs> of his head, like he's he's in like space hip hop music video. <laughs> uh, also, U Ulysses Ulysses' outfit is pretty cool. He's got like a cape that is like held together by like a a brooch kind of thing but it yeah. does stuff it's like he can use it for comms and it's that's a really cool thing also mm. his his bangs are a mustache i should point that out <laughs> what his bangs are a mustache yeah oh they are his yeah 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 his they bangs got... are just a, his his bangs are like mayor from townsville's mustache yeah, he's got like he's got a center part, which is a bold choice, and yeah. then like a big swoop to either side. I yeah. can't pull off a center part. Not yet. One day. Uh, After I go to war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring your boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like they had like this is a very rushed occasion. They head off like shoo shoo shoo, get off the space station, go back to your Earth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what what happens next? It's uh, they get like. 
I didn't write down how what happened. Oh, uh, well, they go on to no. Well, they well, I want to talk about the ship. Uh, what's the ship's name again? Oh, it's named the Odyssey. I got it. I wrote yeah, it down. Yeah. It's just named the Odyssey. It's shaped Very like a giant nose. eye. It's narrated by <laughs> the ship is narrated by uh, the. the <laughs> voice of the ship uh it's this female voice named shirka shirka is also great and she yeah. talks like this ulysses there's a ship incoming and she, yeah. she all- this is this is a character without a mouth you had so much freedom to do a great job voice acting this but her voices is just very flat all her like she's very like like no that didn't happen like no <laughs> no not ulysses. enough to where it sounds robotic yeah it just sounds like sassy. It just sounds like a woman who doesn't want to be on the phone. Exactly. <laughs> like you called her at the wrong time. She's trying to get rid of you. This is yeah. what Shirka always sounds like. And she's never very helpful. No, she's, she's just like, I mean, she's, she's like really a ship's funny. computer. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you can go to that planet. Yeah, it's safe to go there. I like guess. She always... <laughs> like she'll tell them about threats like after they've already happened. It's like, yeah. Shirka, where were you? Yeah, like in the flower episode that I wasn't supposed mm. to watch, uh, <laughs> she uh, two like uh, two of the other people in the ship like leave the ship when they weren't supposed to, mm. and the rest of the party's coming back to the ship, and she's like, "By the way, uh, I'm sorry for sending you <laughs> just now at the end of the episode, but these two characters left. Sorry, <laughs> just a report coming in. I got gotcha. you." <laughs> what are you gonna do? Replace me with another eye-shaped ship? It's just Circa. Fat chance. Uh, but yeah, so like they're they're heading through space, like like presumably to Earth, back to Earth, mm. and like they encounter like a big glowing like ball of light that kind of like cuts through the ship's shields and cuts cuts through the window and just mm. steals Telemachus and Nono, or no, just just Telemachus. Mm. Uh, and uh, they chase it back to a planet. And Telemachus meets a couple extras from the Daft Punk music videos. <laughs> yep. That they're just like blue skin, like aliens with white hair and yellow eyes. Just really, just very much Daft Punk music video aliens. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely a spiritual cousin to Interstellar five 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 five. Yeah. Which maybe we'll watch that one day. Oh yeah. Uh, we meet uh, Yumi and Numenor. Yep. Uh, for- from the white planet Zartra. 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 I should also mention this This show has an official website that we're looking at. Called... Oh! Oh, yeah. If you look at the screen sharing, I still have that up. Uh, well, I was looking at my notes. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's got, like, a, a very cool sparkling star background. <laughs> Telemachus. Most likely to say father. Father. Also, <laughs> like, no, no. Like oh, that was his most likely to say. Like, oh, that's that. Yep, that's classic no no. Classic no no. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to visit the official website, it's ulysses thirty one dot com that has bios I, for all the characters. <laughs> I love that in this banner image across the top of the website, Ulysses is in an absolute panic. <laughs> like he, he he doesn't look heroic or cool. <laughs> he looks like he's falling. <laughs> he's just shocked yeah <laughs> so they they head down to this planet where telemachus yeah. and yumi and numenor are like uh kept captive uh mm-hmm. 
And when they get down there, Ulysses just heads down there by himself with Nono uh, to spy on what is to be a sacrifice of uh, <laughs> these uh, kids. Because Yumi and like Numenor are like brother and sister, but like yes. he's 20 and she's six kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, the same difference in our own family. I related to them. Yeah, our brother is like, what? how old is he, he- now? He, <laughs> I'm about to turn thirty. Our older brother is uh, forty-three. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, right. I always forget so what that's, I always forget yeah. what the specific age gap is. Yeah, like, it's a lot. It's very yeah. many. Yeah, but yeah, that's the age gap between these mm. characters. Uh, and as they're about to show up, like we see what they're being sacrificed to by all these people in like robes, and yeah. like you only see one of them with their face. The rest are just robed people. Uh, and he's like a weird goblin man with like a like a gray jewel for an eye. Yeah, he says a big diamond eye because these are all the disciples of the Cyclops. Yeah, and like we see the Cyclops start to appear, and he just looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh monster. Like <laughs> he's not like a Cyclops, not uh-huh, as in the uh-huh. way you would think. He's like this weird like it's like fiber optic cables and armor, and then like and a robot eye stock. And that's yeah. the Cyclops. But it comes out of, like, the middle of the planet. Uh, and it, it's just, like, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they defeat it. They 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 rescue the kids. Uh, and uh, they defeat it by doing it the Medusa style, by reflecting its own gaze back at it. Classic. Uh, which then uh, <laughs> destroys it. Like, like it was powering up the cult, but the cult loses its power and, like, dies. Uh, the creature falls back into the planet and explodes, and the whole planet explodes. Uh-huh. And they, they get safely off the planet. And, uh, and then as they're leaving, the gods are angry because, heck, hey, that was my Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, Zeus go... made him. Yeah, I, I think it was Poseidon, but I'm not. Oh, right, not... yeah. I'm not sure because I don't know the classic story of killing the Cyclops. I gotta I thought, tell you, my yeah. memories of the actual Odyssey are very fuzzy. And I'm combining yeah. these with some other also fuzzy memories of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Why? What's Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Is that it's, based on it's the Odyssey? It's the Odyssey. Yeah. J- oh, remember John Goodman has an eye patch? So like he's the Cyclops. Oh, I gotta There's rewatch a- that movie. I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to pick up from the soundtrack, which we were heavily exposed to as children. Less exposed yeah. to the film itself. What part of this Odyssey was "Man of Constant Sorrow"? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a phrase Homer wrote down. <laughs> but yeah, like I always picture like the Odyssey, or I always picture the uh, the Cyclops from being like one of the Titans from Hercules. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like confused why the gods are angry that he was killed. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I'm picking up all of my knowledge from I did read read the Odyssey in high school. I remember liking it, but I'm not going to read it again. I'm just not going yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> uh but like picking up from like memories of that. Uh Hercules, Percy Jackson. Uh <laughs> I also I've been playing a lot of Hades. Uh ah. which Yes, <laughs> which is a, a new game. Uh, by the time we're recording this, it's probably been out for like maybe two weeks. Um, uh-huh. And it's so fun. 
but it's all Greek lore stuff. Like you mm. play as Zagreus, son of uh, <laughs> Zeus and Persephone, trying to escape hell, and all the gods helping him try to escape. It's very okay. very fun. That uh, sounds cool. Yeah, watching Ulysses just made me want to stop and play Hades. <laughs> uh, but because the gods are angry that Ulysses uh, killed the Cyclops, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, <laughs> he like pulls them into like a black hole, and like Ulysses is like, well, I gotta get the ship started again, and goes into the the iris of the ship to restart yeah. it, and like while he's doing it, like. Uh, Zeus zaps everyone on board and we get that dead body floating around look. Yeah, okay. So the only so there's all these people on the spaceship and Zeus puts all of them in suspended animation except for uh, uh Ulysses himself. No, no, cuz he's a robot, I guess. And Yeah, all the robots on the ship are still active. Yeah, and then uh Telemachus and Yumi are like uh, I think they got injured or something. They're in some sort of a sleep chamber. I don't know. This so yeah. these are the only people alive it's ulysses his sentient ship his 10 year old son his 10 year old son's brand new robot and just another child he has never met before yeah known her for maybe 10 minutes telemachus has known her for two hours maybe she's brand new she doesn't know anybody (laughs) but she adjusts well yumi's very sweet yeah but yeah she's also like always talking about like her like planet like back home on zatra like <laughs> we we never went on field trips like this at my old school. <laughs> but yeah, she's always trying to like get back to Zatra and like revive her brother and stuff like that. Oh, we should also mention now that we know that his brother, her brother goes into it. His <laughs> most likely to say <laughs> on this website silence. is silence. Yeah, N- Numenor is he's the cool uh He's the cool, distant, icy one in this boy band. Yeah. <laughs> he looks it, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, maybe that's what Numenor does on, on the planet Zartra. We don't, we don't know what his job is. He could be the cool bad boy of a boy band. We don't know. I really want that for him. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, this is like in the same world as Interstellar five 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 five. That's man. I hope so. Did they ever name what planet that was? Not that there's like there's not like a lot of dialogue in that movie. There's none dialogue. <laughs> there's nothing written <laughs> down or anything. There's stuff written down, but yeah, not dialogue because it's a rock opera. I, I don't so. remember. Yeah, I will I'm look sure it up th- later if that planet has a name. I'm sure there's a name for it somewhere in the lore. Like, I'm sure, like, written, like, released with that album or something. In the Daft Punk scrolls? Yes, exactly. In the (laughs) Daft Punk Library of Alexandria. Uh. (laughs) So the best part about everybody else on the ship being basically knocked unconscious, also they float. I don't know if that's, like, the gravity function of the ship or if that's something like zeus <laughs> also did like if you're they're not also awake you're going floating to float. <laughs> yeah they t- so they corral all of them and there's like dozens of people they corral yeah. all of them in this giant room with nothing else in it this is my yeah, favorite is- <laughs> thing this is my favorite thing about sp- uh, space operas and like any show set on a ship is that every ship has at least one 
massive space for no clear reason. I love him. <laughs> I'm so happy every time there's just a room that's too big. So they, so they just corral everybody in this room that's too big. They're just floating around like the, uh, the candles over the Great Hall banquet table at Hogwarts. They just yeah, float there. Exactly. And then sometimes like Yumi just goes and visits you know, like, like Numenor's like on the lower tier of people floating. So she shouldn't kind of like grab at his hand. He just yeah. flo- <laughs> They all float there with their heads down. Like they're, they've been pulled up, you know, from their shoulder blades. That's specifically how they float. It's really funny to me. <laughs> but yeah, like Ulysses like is like running around the ship, like searching, like, where are my companions? <laughs> Like he's specifically saying companions. Like, where are my companions? Companions. Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the only word that would fit or what, but yeah, a lot of the dialogue on the show is very stilted. But yeah, and then uh, Zeus is like, "You got to get to the kingdom of Hades if you want to make it back to Earth. Uh, uh-huh. Go have go have twenty five episodes. I'll see you in, see you in a, in a little while." And that's the the setup for the show. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's. Yeah, just these characters flying through space, I guess trying to get out of, you know, this uh, shatter the wall of galactic ice, enter the universe of Olympus is what Zeus says. So they're trying to get out of Olympus through Hades. I, don't I thought know. they were in the void. I don't know where they are. I think Olympus Maybe... was the black hole. Okay, now they're in a void, and then Hades is on the other side, and then you get back to regular space, I guess, and eventually back to Earth, where Penelope is. The whole Penelope (laughs) thing is also still here, and none of the episodes I've seen do we flash over to see what she's up to on Earth, but I guess she's doing okay. Yeah, I don't even remember her being mentioned. I'm surprised that came up. No, they mention her, you know, the classic, my wife has to marry somebody else if i don't return from war fast enough take my son marry off my wife if i'm not back in 20 days (laughs) do you remember the episode of full house (laughs) (laughs) yes go on it's the night before jesse and becky's wedding and jesse goes skydiving and his parachute crashes him into a tree and he's dangling from the tree and he's scared that he's not going to get to his wedding on time and he's terrified that becky's just gonna have to marry joey instead (laughs) i don't remember this burned into my memory john stamos dangling from a tree screaming don't marry joey (laughs) oh wow (laughs) there's there's some advice for you guys don't marry joey (laughs) don't marry joey he's really he's only really married to that puppet that's (laughs) i don't want to think about that but it's like a work marriage. You know, that's his work husband is the the woodchuck puppet. Okay, he, a work marriage is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. He's a bachelor at home. He's a bachelor at heart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, uh, I, again, I watched the wrong second episode. What, what happened in uh, The Lost Planet? Okay, in The Lost Planet, they fly past this planet that is a, uh, a satellite planet of Zartra. And this is where everybody would like go and holiday at. Everybody takes their, all the Zartrians take their vacations on this planet. 
And there's like a witch there, but like a cool, fun witch. And she would entertain the children. <laughs> and then one day all the children disappeared and she like froze all of the adults that were left. And there's As this really... Do. There's this really eerie shot where they come across all these adults just like frozen in place. But you look at the ground and their shadows are still running. Oh, that's so cool. It is cool. And then it turns out there was some like disaster that was on the way. So the adults sent the kids away back to Zartra first. And like nobody told the witch. And the witch was just like, but my kids, my children, I love my children. I'm here to entertain the children, do spells for the children. And so then she froze everybody, but then they come and explain it to her. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I've got kids around me now. And then I'll wake the adults back up and then they'll go pick the kids up from Zartra. So I guess like there's just a ship of kids that arrived on Zartra however long ago. Huh. Just unaccompanied miners. I don't know. Miners can go to war. Miners can go on vacation if they want. <laughs> you yeah, never, like... never got he never got home <laughs> from like school. Ready for summer break and then go to Florida on your own <laughs> at like 10 years old? Yeah, I'm just going to uh, pack a duffel bag with some Nutri-Grain bars. Uh, if I'm Kevin McAllister walk- can go to New York on his own, I can go to Florida. <laughs> I'm going to walk to Disney World, Mom. I'll bring you back something from Epcot. <laughs> you want a oh. mug? Oh, and part of this episode is that when they get close to like Zartra... Uh, Numenor just wakes back up. So he's alive again, which is weird to have in the second episode. Like, this man, he's he's in suspended animation. He's not alive. Oh, he's alive. And then, <laughs> the, and then at the end of the episode, when they have to, like, leave to, like, keep going through the void to get out, they're like, Numenor, you're going to just fall in a suspended animation again. And he's like, okay, I'm okay with this. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. That's weird. In the episode I watched, because I watched uh, The Flowers of Fear, they also try to wake up Numenor again. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> every episode, they're just like, Numenor? Is it time? Somebody has to go just, like, tug on Numenor. Just, like, slap <laughs> him in the face, dump a bucket of water on him. What else yeah. haven't we tried? Like, they come out with a big trumpet. <laughs> we scare him awake. This isn't Ulysses 31, this is Numenor 31. 31 ways to wake up Numenor. Don't wake Numenor. <laughs> do do wake Numenor. That's wake the name Numenor, of the... please. <laughs> That's the name of the companion board game. Please wake Daddy. Daddy has an important meeting in the morning. He doesn't another, want to miss it. Another part of this episode is that... So it starts with all these long pensive tracking shots around the empty ship and then suddenly it cuts to <laughs> telemachus going hollow skiing like he's got yeah. a vr headset on his head and he's just imagining himself going skiing and it looks like regular skiing like what we would do it doesn't seem futuristic at all except for the fact that he's virtual reality viewing this and then no no keeps talking about how he wants to go swimming and then he goes to, it looks like an actual pool. So there's like a pool on the ship. And a robot can go swimming in it. Listen, there's a lot of robots on the ship. There's a fruit picking robot. Like, there's robots oh, yeah. for days. So I'm sure <laughs> it's fine for robots to swim in the 31st century. I just can't think of another, like, non-humanoid robot who has who I've seen go swimming in popular culture. Typically, it's, it is a condemned... Uh, sport for them, which is a shame. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to rust or just sink. 
Yeah, let's get more water robot movies. Please. Yeah, you know those like harnesses that they put around pets uh, so that they can do like water exercises. Have you seen? You've seen I these. Kind of? I, I mean, want if you of... say I have, then I have. But well, no, I've seen them in like commercials for this dog was fat when I adopted it, and then I put it on, I put it through an exercise plan, and like this brand of dog food, and now my dog is thin, and look, look at him go. <laughs> look at him dog something like that i just put him in like one of those harnesses like that and he can wiggle around wiggle those burn, wiggle that fat away <laughs> but yeah so then then uh it's the the black sphere episode that's the one with the, the skiing do you want to talk about flowers of fear uh it's it's kind of just like a weird episode where uh they go down that's the the one where like the where yumi and nono kind of jump ship and do their own thing yeah uh, but they find this like planet like air quotes because it's just this like top this looks like a metal top <laughs> oh yeah in space but it's like a dead city like there's no life on it mm. so ulysses and telemus like go down there uh they talk to like a dead hologram guy who's like we strayed too far to the sun and the gods condemned us uh, I, do, I do have some notes written down for this episode from the last time I watched it, and I wrote down, there is nothing more you can do, I can do for you. I'm just a flickering picture. <laughs> is that a lyric? Or is that what he says? That's what he says, I guess. Otherwise, I wouldn't have written it down. There's also a line I know is from this episode that I keep thinking about, where I think they're flying by the planet, and Shurka tells Ulysses about it. And his line is, a planet in our vicinity we mustn't miss the slightest opportunity. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah, <laughs> and the thought just stops there. Like an opportunity for what exactly? <laughs> a that's planet? all. That's hell yeah. <laughs> that's all he has to say. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's weird. It's it's very like, I guess like spoilers for the movie Serenity, like the oh, Firefly yeah. movie Serenity. But it's yes. a lot like that. Like, yes, when they they get to a planet and it's just like a ghost town. I don't know. Same vibes, but like, uh, yeah, yeah. They're they're they said they strayed too close to the sun because uh, Ulysses like, oh, they might have regenerative tech down there that we can use to revive everyone. So Nono tells Yumi this, uh, and they go down and with tele- with uh, Numenor and try and revive him, uh, while Ulysses and Telemachus are finding out that uh, the reason why everyone is gone is because like there was like monsters sent here to uh-huh. uh, weed out the humans uh and so like as they're leaving like well it's a good thing that we that we left in time and didn't see any monsters and then like you look down (laughs) the thing is flooded with like flower monsters uh and they're like well what was the name of the ship's computer again shirka shirka's like about those two kids that were on our (laughs) ship that kid and robot they're on the planet i couldn't stop them uh, yeah, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Numenor doesn't come back I'm to sorry. life. Stop scrolling. Is the character profile for Nono the small robot? You know, <laughs> the small robot. You know, the small. <laughs> the small no, hold on. robot. You know. <laughs> I didn't even read these bios. Hold, hold on. The small robot. You know. Nono has a timid demeanor and an appetite for nails. <laughs> Nono's skills include fixing machines 
and he is surprisingly strong for his size. They also talk about how Yumi is physically weak, which feels like... <laughs> Very sexist. Also, she's like seven. Like, she's a <laughs> child. How strong do you think she's supposed to be? <laughs> Not very buff, Yumi. <laughs> <laughs> buff also, an appetite appetite for nails is a great like metal band name. <laughs> Timid demeanor and an appetite for nails. <laughs> oh yeah, go go check out the site if you can. It's, uh, this is great. The Black Sphere is the the third episode, and I kind of just like that was the episode that I was doing a lot of the research and just had on in the background. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like he just, they just go down to this like asteroid where there's an old blind man, uh, <laughs> and another, uh, person from Zatra that Yumi apparently knows, uh, just yeah, Zatra, I don't know Zatra's how, every episode. I don't know how they know each other. Yeah, maybe it's not explained. Like he, yeah, maybe Yumi introduced herself and like, I missed that line. We both missed that line. But yeah, like she jumps out of the ship and this woman's like, Yumi! Yeah. <laughs> Not all Zotras know each other. No. <laughs> but apparently they do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, it's just uh, this old man, like, rescued this uh, Zotran from uh, a ship. Uh, mm. And the gods are like, oh, no, 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 no. Nee, 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 don't know. And, like, took the took the guy's eyesight. Uh, and now <laughs> oh. they just kind of, like, live on this asteroid. Also, like the the forces of the gods are personified as just pillars, just architectural yeah, pillars. I like that. La- <laughs> that the voices come out of those. So, like this old blind man falls down the stairs, and then there's a shot of pillars, and you hear mean laughter. <laughs> you can't hold stuff up like we can. <laughs> those weak, fragile legs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This this episode's very cool to blind people because at one point he's just like, "Let me get one last good look at you, the blind guy," uh, and he just like touches their face and they're just like super chill <laughs> about it. Like, yeah, of course. Oh, right, right. When he does this to Telemachus, the animation on Telemachus does not change. He has no. <laughs> ch- he doesn't say anything. No emotion. His facial expression was and remains blank. <laughs> This is a boy that went to war. <laughs> he came he's back like, changed. He's like, you just want to touch my face? Okay. <laughs> I... But yeah, I, I I don't know. The gods try to kill them and they don't. So, mm. I don't know. It was kind of a cut and dry episode. Yeah. Um, also, this planet they're on is really dark. I think it's supposed to be an asteroid. Well, yeah, but like the whole episode, maybe this was me like watching it on my phone. Maybe I didn't have my brightness turned up high enough, but this whole episode was murky. Well, asteroids don't have suns, Mel. Well, I, so, I know that, no but they, you know, it's no, what, Shurka can't project a light out of the ship? It doesn't no, have a floodlight? She's busy <laughs> being sassy. Do, what, what does she do? <laughs> She is the what? only thing keeping the ship running, we should say. What, yeah, the ship what is she did have a whole crew and now life? it has a robot. Leave Shirka alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shirka doesn't have to pay attention to anything that happens on a planet. She's got enough going on inside of herself as the ship. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Uh so yeah, that those were uh the Ulysses thirty one episodes we watched. Uh-huh. Uh, again, 
I couldn't revere this show more. I love it. It's um, it's <laughs> it is a lot of fun. It's just real pulpy and cool to look at. And it's not an absolute riot, but it's not as dry as you'd think something this old based on one of the top three oldest stories might be. It's entertaining. Yeah. I love No No, as previously stated. Yeah. I don't think I I don't know. I don't think all these characters have like a, an Odyssey uh, equivalent. I don't think like <laughs> I think Odyssey. I think Telemachus is like at home with Penelope. I don't think he's gifted a small robot of any kind. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think there's like a little girl who has to follow this man around after her older brother falls asleep. <laughs> I think these are all original creations. This wasn't in the Odyssey. Yes, I. S- this wasn't in my book report in eighth grade. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, Ulysses 31. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening to this first episode. I hope you guys watch the show. You can find it all on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the intro slaps. Definitely definitely check out the intro. There's yes. a snippet of it in our, in our theme that you can hear. Um, but yeah, if you guys like the show, uh, and if you want to tell us some shows we should watch, some old movies, yeah. old like TV movies, old cartoons, old live action shows. Uh, you can send them to our email at uh, SMO, or sorry, I forgot our email. At Saturday, it's SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send it, to, send, us, send it to us on Twitter at SaturdayMOPod, or if you just want to talk to us at the show, you can talk to us there. Uh, if you find want to find us on Twitter, uh, I'm at James Wilk. I am at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T, and you can hear me on several other podcasts. Uh, I'm on a network called The Whatnots, spelled like astronauts, and I co-host every week a show called The Review Show that's just a a media book club. We do a little bit of everything, all kinds of mediums, all kinds of genres. Uh, We just recorded an episode about... (laughs) The, the fifth element and our next episode is on season one of Hannibal. So it's a, a wide <laughs> range of things. Very eclectic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you want to uh, give us a review on iTunes, uh, please do so. Uh, if yes. we find any five-star uh, iTunes reviews, we'll read them on the show. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Mel, mm. do you want to pick next week's episode or you want me to? I've got something in mind if you don't have anything ready. I also have something in mind, but... Mm. What are these things? I I was thinking uh, Galador. Ooh. Galador would be... The old live-action show. That would be an interesting follow-up to Ulysses 31. Similar sci-fi vibes. I was thinking of, since, you know, we're coming up on spooky season, we could watch some So Weird. Ooh, yeah. Hmm... It's up to you. All right. So we'll do, uh, yeah, I think let's do So Weird next time. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and it's time to end the show. So relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Yes. Happy birthday, my son. All our friends here in Troy want to celebrate with you. What a super cake! Thanks, Father. I promised you a surprise for your birthday, remember? All right, go on, blow out your candles. (sighs) 
I'm the surprise. Hello, Telemachus. Telemachus, let me introduce Nono, your own robot. <gasps> a robot for me? That's right, a robot all your own. Here, maybe you'd like to munch on a small bowl. Oh, wow, he's super. Thanks, Father, thanks. We are all delighted that you are pleased. Be careful, my friends. Be careful. Don't worry, Triumph. All the same, be careful. You can rest easy. With Nestor and Euroclay, we couldn't be better protected. All will be well. Remember, Ulysses, you are always welcome here. I will never forget that, Priam. Goodbye, Telemachus. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye.